Welcome to the Mind and Matter podcast, where we talk about the issues that matter and how transforming your mind can change the world around you. There'll be no peace. There'll be no peace. There'll be no peace. Until there's justice. Until there's justice. All right, welcome everybody to the Mind and Matter podcast. My name is Jeremy Jones. I'm Hannah Macias. And we are here. Honestly, you guys are super lucky. You guys are super, uh, super special because you're getting to hear the very first podcast ever for Mind and Matter. And so we're going to talk a lot about why we're doing this podcast. We're going to talk a lot about what we hope to see happen with this podcast. But before we do that, we just want you guys to know us a little bit better. So three quick facts. Hannah, tell me three quick facts about Um, yourself. Okay, favorite food. I could eat this any time of the day for the rest of my life. Bean and cheese burrito. I like it. I like it. favorite food. I'm just going to do quick fact food because that's the first thing that's coming to Mm -hmm. mind. Obviously, I'm hungry. Um, Sushi. Any time of the day. What kind of roll? Uh, Today, I had a dragon roll. Okay. Glorious. Probably eat those anytime. Um, Third favorite food. I would have to go with hot Cheetos. I don't think that's an actual food group, but... Um, what, what flavor? Definitely just the original hot or with the limon. Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, since you kind of kept to a theme, I guess I got to do the same for three facts. Okay. (laughs) I'll do food. I'll do food as well. So, uh, I don't know if these are my three favorite, but these all sound good right now. Um, I'm definitely thinking some Thai red curry, mango red curry, Thai mango red curry that I can eat anytime, anywhere. Um, number two a good shrimp taco from just about anywhere but like uh with the like the chipotle sauce and the cabbage and the cheese and oh it's so good good. so good and then third man i let's see honestly some really good french fries heck yes where's your go-to uh anything that has like cajun fries or spiced fries or anything like that like i haven't I don't get to eat them hardly ever anymore because they're just, like, the worst thing ever to eat yeah. weight-wise and, <laughs> right. like, health-wise. But as far as just, like, just pure satisfaction and joy, they are amazing. Heck, yeah. All right. That's three quick food things for yes. me. That's three quick food things for you. So let's talk just a little bit about why we are doing this podcast, what this podcast has all been set up for. So you and I have been talking about doing this for, gosh, I want to say, like, close to a year. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it and said, oh, okay, now's not the right time. Or, you know, we, we both had busy things going on. But right. then over, like, just to kind of put a time stamp on when this when this is taking place and stuff like that for people who are going to listen to this, you know, years and months from now, right, obviously. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is uh, we've, uh, we're about four months into the COVID season. Mm-hmm. And during that time, um, we've seen Ahmaud Arbery um, executed, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and that's like those are the three biggest names, but right. honestly, like there's been several more since then. Yes. Uh, we were just reading about um, there's been five or six people found hanging from mm-hmm. trees that have all been called quote unquote suicides. Right. And right. as of right now, like we don't know what's going on with that. I mean, maybe more stuff will come out later, but yeah. we're clearly and the other thing. So that's that's one aspect of all of this. Right. Another aspect is we're seeing a lot of people. I would say start to come around to the idea that Black Lives Matter and racial justice and stuff like that is not 
like it's it, 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 at least in, in in white culture or predominant culture it started off as a very fringe thing or something that mm-hmm. was very like very suspiciously viewed right and i think we're seeing a lot a lot more people like i it, it was crazy the other day i, I saw um, people who would have sworn up and down that Colin Kaepernick was mm-hmm. like the antichrist right. or like maybe he wasn't so bad so crazy. or you know yeah. so like, and so like there seems wow. to be like nationally a a turning point mm-hmm. in how people are thinking about this and viewing this but one of the things that you and I both talked about I noticed is that so many people don't know where to begin they don't right. know where to start they don't feel equipped at all yeah and they'll they'll go online and they'll say something because they're brand new to all of this and it comes across really stupid right or they'll say something and it comes across really ignorant and then they're right. like well i didn't know and if i'm going to try and i'm going to get yelled at then i'm not going to try anymore exactly right. and right. so we're like okay there's not a very Jesus. There's not a lot of very Jesus-centered stuff out mm. there, or the stuff that is very Jesus-centered. The stuff that I've learned from the books that I've read and stuff yeah. like that. It's like asking, um, it's like asking a middle schooler to take a college-level class. Right, right. It's like yes, this this stuff is great, but you're not anywhere close to being ready for it. And oh, if I love, give it yeah. to you, you're just going to throw your hands up and be like, well, I don't even, you know, and. So you and I were talking about we've got to create something that's accessible to everyday people right. that help for people that are wanting to take this journey that are like, okay, where do I begin? What does this look like? How yeah. do I start? And so we said, okay, let's – I mean, one of the things we talked about is so much bad information is readily mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. Let's put out some good information. Yeah, let's put out absolutely. some good stuff where it's like people can learn from this, people can grow from this. And so uh, since this is our very first podcast and just kind of help people get to know us better – we thought maybe let's just kind of share our stories of how we yeah. got here, our journey of how we got here, why this is important to us. And so you want to go first? You want me to go first? How do you uh, want to you do You can go first, yeah. Okay. I'll come out this. So I grew up, um, if you can't tell by the sound of my voice, I'm a Caucasian guy from the Midwest. But I grew up in small town America in the Midwest. And every... Every racist stereotype that you can think of was just normal and accepted. Mm. Like, you didn't even question it because, one, there was no one around there to really argue against it or anything like that. Right. And so any any trope or stereotype that had been presented, you just kind of grew up accepting and believing. I remember in, in, in the high school I went to, there were maybe, like, out of a, out of a high school of about 1,000 students, there were maybe three that were African-American or Latino or, you know, like – of something other than Caucasian. So it, it just, you just I was not exposed to it at all. And so my I wasn't like in the I wasn't like what you would call like a KKK clan racist, but as far as like <laughs> as far as like having racist ideas or right. or things where like okay, like the the idea of like my way being the right way mm. was just that's just what it was, Normal, you know. Right. And so then I remember going to college and obviously, you know, like like many things you get exposed to a lot more people, a lot more cultures, stuff like that at, at college and stuff like that. But then, uh, honestly, I would say most of it started to come when I, I, I turned 21. I ended up getting married, having a kid, and honestly, my faith also started to really grow. My relationship with Jesus started to really grow at that time and just kind of took off. And the more I studied Jesus and the more that I followed him, the more and more I, – I, like the disconnect between what I saw Jesus doing and who Jesus is and the way the world operates mm-hmm. – like. Like there was just such a disconnect between the two that I'm like this, what I'm reading about is not matching what I'm hearing and not what right. I'm seeing, and I would see so much of culture that was just accepted and like, well you know blank or you know like people would say something, commonly held stupid racist idea and I'm like wait a second like but it would be like a, a, a Christ follower that was saying yeah. that or or someone yeah. in the church that's saying wow. that I'm like wait a second this, 
you're you're not listening to Jesus here. You're listening mm-hmm. to what you've grown up with or you've popular Tradition, culture, yeah. yeah, or something like that. And then honestly, too, you just when you start to meet people that don't look like you, that don't speak like you, that don't have the same upbringing as you, and you realize that none of the things you've been taught or heard about them are true. Mm. You know, I, I remember like listening once to, uh, I was working at a Dairy Queen at the time, and I worked with a guy who was like, yeah, a hardcore racist. Mm. But he really liked two or three people that worked at the Dairy Queen that were African American. Mm. And I'm always like, so I asked him one day, I was like, what's the deal here? Like, yeah. And he's like, well, those are three of the good ones. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, and I'm like, God. And I remember asking him, I'm like, or thinking about the time, I was like, wait, you think that for the most part, all African-Americans are bad people, but somehow this one Dairy Queen managed to magically get <laughs> the three good ones in the whole world. And then I realized oh, like, no. and then I realized, okay, his way of thinking is not uncommon. Wow. Like you have people wow. that are like. I, I believe this way, but when I encounter an individual, I'm willing to make an exception for that individual, yeah. yet still hold on to the for idea. Sure. And so I'm like, okay, there's there's got to be something we can do that's better mm. than this. Um, because, and I, I'm not to pick on cable news, but I'm definitely going to pick on cable news. Yeah. But so much <laughs> of cable news is about who to blame or who to hate mm. or who who's at fault. And so many people I see get basically discipled by that wow. 10 to 20 hours a week that they're Jeez, listening to that geez. and then like I, I, i'm a pastor and i'm like what can i do in one hour on a sunday hmm. that's going to combat 10 hours of stuff like that and then i thought okay well you know maybe what we i, I can uh, a lot of my growth has come through reading a lot of books mm-hmm. i read all the time i love to read and then i'm like okay well i started recommending books to people and so some people will pick up a book and read Absolutely. but a lot of people it's like in, in in no like they're not gonna read a book about anything, let alone race or right, anything like that. Because right. they're they're like, hey, by the time I get done with my job, get home, get the kids fed, yeah, get them baths, put them to bed, I'm exhausted. It doesn't matter what book you put in my hands. It could be a book on how to make a million dollars, and right. odds are I'm gonna fall asleep on page two just Absolutely. from the day. So I'm like, okay, well, right. if we're not gonna get them to read a whole lot more, what can we put in their hands, and what can we give them to help them start hmm. to see the world differently, see it from a Jesus point of view? And that's honestly like. That's kind of how this podcast idea came to be between For the two sure. of us. It's like we've got to be giving people something that will help help them in their spiritual journey, help mm-hmm. them grow, help them to start to see the world like Jesus does. And so for me, it's been kind of like from a pastoral standpoint. I know the journey that I've been on. I want to see so many other people take that same journey, see them grow. Wow. And so that's kind of that's kind of like in a nutshell my story. Sure. Tell me yours. Jeez. Wow. This is so fun because I feel like our stories are so different. <laughs> I love that, though. That makes this way more interesting. So for me, um, I'm 24 years old. I was born in Portland, Oregon. And after I was born, my parents felt called to be missionaries in Mexico, um, La Misión Mexico. So we moved down there. I was probably like two at the time. Um, so a lot of my developmental years, they say like ages one through five is like when you're you know, developing a lot of your world perception and the way that you see things. And so a lot of my developmental years was living in an orphanage with orphans. Um, my parents to, had a house, they built a house there for us. And so we lived there for um, a handful of years. And so I grew up there. Um, that was a big part of my, my childhood. I, at the time, was fluent in Spanish because I just picked up the language kind of like a sponge. I was around um, you know, predominantly Spanish speakers, so it was very easy for me. Um, and then we, you know, stayed there for a while. We ended up coming back to the United States, 
uh, because my eldest brother, Anthony, passed away. So we came back to the United States, and the plan was always to go back to Mexico, but we ended up staying here um, just for different circumstances. Different things came up, one of them being that my... Oh, go ahead. Where You said staying here. Where was oh, here? Oh, here is San Diego, Chula Vista. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, good question. So yeah, San Diego, Chula Vista. Um, my great-grandfather, who passed away at 103, was nearing death obviously and so my uh, grandma needed help so my mom was like hey let's stay around let's help so we stayed here um, and we've been here ever since I graduated from Hilltop High School which is right down the street from where we're recording right now um, which is in Chula Vista 2014 and I've been in Chula Vista since then I left for a little bit to live in Charlotte North Carolina which also shaped a lot of my experience having grown up in Mexico as a child and then living on the East Coast in North Carolina for a year um, kind of helped me get different, my bearings for both sides of my culture. So I'm half black, half Latina, and there's kind of an interesting dichotomy between being a mixed kid. Uh, my parents had completely different childhood growing up. Obviously my dad is Latino. He grew up here in Chula Vista in San Diego. My mom grew up in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, and she's black. So the way that they raised me and my sister was a mixture of, you know, traditional American culture, um, you know, some pieces of our Latino, you know, Latina culture came in, and then pieces of our black culture came in as well. But for me, I always felt like there was like an identity crisis, if that makes sense. So, you know, having grown up in Mexico, I, you know, spoke the language at a time, I picked up different words, I was able to, you know, retain some of it. But in Chula Vista, where I grew up on the, you know, west side of things, there's a lot of Spanish speakers, and I did not speak Spanish fluently. So I was almost not Mexican enough for my most of my Mexican friends, which was really strange to me and very hard for me to, you know, wrap my mind around. I wanted to fit in so badly, and always kind of felt like an oddball out. Um, and then there's probably maybe like three black kids that went to my school. So I never really got to see a lot of my black culture other than from the words of my mom, you know, and her childhood and her experience and the way that she was raised. Um, most of my mom's family still lives on the East Coast. So, you know, I've only been over there a handful of times and I've not been able to be around a lot of black people, honestly. When I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, I was around way more black people than I was, you know, Hispanic and Latino people. And it was really interesting for my journey as a, you know, mixed kid. I was able to kind of see like just different pieces of my own self reflected in the people around me um, and the culture and the way, you know, uh, just traditions and ways of greeting each other and ways of doing life together was just so different um, and it was pretty beautiful it was almost like this like uh, like my trip to the Mecca if that makes sense like it was like kind of my own spiritual faith journey and I think during that time I realized and I was kind of telling you this earlier Jeremy I realized that faith and culture go hand in hand I was so I think kind of almost whitewashed for lack of a better word growing up thinking that Jesus didn't see color and that Jesus, you know, just wanted our hearts. That's what I always heard growing up. And it actually wasn't until I was on a mission trip. This was maybe 2000, oh gosh, 2015, a year after I graduated high school. I was in South Africa. Uh, we were at a conference and one of the speakers who was an African man was talking and he said, you know, one of the problems that he sees in the church is that pastors are so quick to 
to save souls, but they don't recognize the skin of the souls that they're saving. And that moment was just one of those like, oh my gosh, like, wait, this matters. And it took years later after that to realize that my culture, my identity, my, you know, Latino father and my black mother, that these pieces of my life mattered to Jesus and that there was actually a reason for all of these things. So when you and I started having this discussion of talking, you know, on this podcast and, you know, making, you know, just information clear to people, helping people be bridges in their communities, helping people understand why these things matter. I think for me, my heart behind it was it's such a crucial part of my identity. And I've realized that as a Christ follower that um, my culture plays a huge part in it. It it plays a huge part in how I'm going to communicate the gospel. It's not just the side thing of who I am. It actually is integral to my identity and Jesus cares about it. And so why I'm doing this podcast is because I want um, people of all color, whether they're black, whether they're Latino, whether they're white, to understand that the skin that we wear, the languages that we speak, the foods that we eat, the culture and traditions that we have ourselves in, each uniquely reflect a piece of God's glory. And I think that it's important for us to have these conversations, like you and I, across from a table, different lifestyles, different backgrounds, because all of this reflects Jesus. And so I think this podcast is going to just show just that, that culture matters, race matters, ethnicity matters, and Jesus um, wants to be glorified through these conversations and through our skin color and through the way that we were raised. So that's kind of my, my heart behind this, but yeah, that's it. So, okay. Let's cast a little bit of vision forward for the people that are listening. Sure. What are the kind of things that we're going to talk about? What are the kind of things that we're going to be addressing? If someone's like, okay, Hey, if I'm going to listen to this, you know, once or once a week or whatever, however, right. however frequently we do these, um, Give them a preview of what, what some of the things we'll talk talk about or some sure. things we'll tackle. Yeah, and I'll even say I'll even you know go even further to say if, if the questions that I'm having, I think I'll I'll pose some questions and pose, hey, if you're thinking these types of things, and this is why you should listen to this podcast, if that makes sense, I'll kind of pose it that way. So I've had a lot of conversations with friends who are non-black, who are either Latino or they're white, and the question that a lot of people have is generally, how do I help? And so I think in this podcast, you'll find very practical ways. And you and I, Jeremy, were talking earlier about resources that we'll give at the end of each podcast and an action step to follow that. So I think if you're actually looking for practical ways to be an ally, to be a bridge in your community, um, to find ways for racial reconciliation, then we're going to talk about those very practically. We're going to give you videos to watch. We're going to talk about terms like racism, white privilege. Um, we're going to talk about how Jesus perceives all of these things and how the Bible actually should dictate the way that we uh, communicate these cultural issues during this time. So if you're looking for literal practical ways on how, you know, knowledge, how to gain knowledge, and then therefore how to go and actually practice that in the world around you, whether that's social media, you know, conversations over dinner, you know, in your churches, I think this is the podcast for you because we're going to go step by step, kind of like ABC, one, two, three steps on how to be a person of racial reconciliation. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. So let's, let's do that. Let's, Let's give them our first resource, sure. give them their first action step, yeah, stuff like that. Good. So um, do you want to give it to them or you want me to? I think you should. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So one of the things that I love are um, our friends over at the Bible Project. They always yes. put together these like oh, – so good. They, they, they put out together these great videos. You know, like they, they have like things where like, if you want to understand a certain book of the Bible or something like that. Yeah. Well, I don't – I think it was two years ago, maybe, maybe less than that. They put together a great short video on just – the biblical concept of justice, mm. because I, I I don't think a lot of people understand. Like the only term like we, we think of justice and we think 
primarily in terms of like courts of law right you know like the justice of the peace or something like that we think about crime punishment stuff like that right well the biblical concept of justice is actually much bigger and much broader than that mm. and it's it, it's more about restoring wholeness uh, you know tearing down things that interfere uh with that and so they put together a great video we're gonna link it it'll be in the show notes or i mean honestly if you don't even want to look at that you can just go to uh, like google bible project yep. justice find it there, there. and so that is the resource we're going to share and the action step we want you to take this week is just super simple watch the video watch the video watch the video so yeah and start to let the questions per percolate in the mind start to let the yeah. ideas generate and say okay like where based on this video of what biblical justice means how does that impact or how does that change the way that i see for sure the world around me yeah and stuff like that That's all right good. so kind of wrap it up put a bow on it for today yeah. I have a question for you. Absolutely. I'm ready. Okay. Your questions make me nervous, Jeremy. <laughs> no, I'll keep it very okay, simple. Okay, it very okay, simple. okay. <laughs> I'm giving you $20 in theory, not in rap. Oh, dang, I got so <laughs> I'm so broke. Oh okay, God, okay. I got so excited. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, Sorry. now that I've said that, I've got to do it for real. <laughs> okay, I'm giving you $20. Okay, okay. With the stipulation, you've got to go get food tonight. Okay. And you mentioned all kinds of food earlier. Okay, okay, okay. Where are you going? What are you getting? Oh, oh my gosh. Where am I? I mean, I'd probably get one of my top three. It's gonna, I already had sushi, so I'm not going to get sushi. Okay. So it'll probably be a burrito, more than likely. Where are you getting it? I'm going to say Roberto's because they have a 24-hour drive-thru and it bops. It's the best. All right. There you have it. <laughs> Live and in person from Hannah Macias, Roberto's Bean and Cheese Burrito. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Make sure to subscribe, like, all that kind of good share. stuff. Woo! Absolutely. We'll see you next time. See you later.